I'm sorry? Is the video recorded? No, it's just audio. It's just, just audio. audio. Yeah. I say thank you, Corey Rayner and Helen Park for doing this with me. You guys look healthy. You guys look absolutely healthy. It's, it's been a while since I've seen you guys on Zoom. That's the only place I've seen you guys. Yeah. I know that we might have seen each other once, Helen in San Francisco. Yeah. Corey, have we met in, in real life? No. I don't think we've ever met in real life. This is all you know. Like, you don't know what goes on from the bottom half. All you know is just <laughs> this half, right? You know I've got, like, decent shoulders. I get to do the shoulder dance. Is but, there anything that I'll be surprised by? When I, when I, meet I have legs. There's legs <laughs> attached to me. That's usually shocking for most people. But um, thank you for being a part of Angry Pandas. Um, I usually like to start with the kind of level of Asian you are. Like, how Asian are you? Like, the level of Asian I am, I get disappointed if my bubble tea does not have that wrap on top. Like, if it's just a lid, I'm like, oh. I know boba guys are huge. They're huge, but they have that lid that just makes me feel like, oh, I can't go back here. It's not even that great. I, I know they have like fresh ingredients, but boba guys frown upon. You guys are taking some something that's like good and just made it like, ugh. What about you, Helen? How What kind of level of Asian would you say you are? Mm, oh, man. This is very contextual. It really depends on where I am. Like when I'm in Asia, I don't feel Asian at all. I feel mm. like I laugh way too loud. I'm <laughs> way too talkative and opinionated, especially for a female. Um, but when I'm in, I don't know, Montana, I feel very Asian. So uh, glad I'm in San Francisco where I just feel pretty neutral. Like you blend in, like you're a five. Yeah, I'm just a five. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Corey? What kind of level of Asian would you say you are? I feel, I really related to what Helen said, like, uh, you know, when um, my mom was born in Japan, but she's Korean. So like, uh, and she even had to pretend to be Japanese when she was growing up there. And wow. so she was faking being Japanese her whole time that she was in Japan. Um, but then, you know, when, when she would take me back as a kid, you know, like I felt very like not Asian enough at all. And like, and a lot of times I'll meet Asian people. They're like, you're Asian. Like, I don't even see it at all. And then, uh, and then I also used to live in like rural, uh, Washington state where I was the only, you know, and so, like, so I felt very Asian there. And then I lived in Brazil for a little while where like seriously streets would stop and look at me and like, like what are you? And they would bow and they'd karate chop at me. <laughs> and so, so did people, did pe were people mean to you because they didn't know what you were? Or would you feel like that they're just like, what can you do? You're like, show me something. They, I think the people that didn't think I was Asian just be like, oh, he's American. And people that did mm. think I was Asian would be like, that's a really rude Asian. <laughs> that's a really uneducated Asian. You, <laughs> you surprised Helen. Like, what was so surprising for you, Helen, about Corey? Oh, that you, about your mom, um, your mom who's Korean but lived in Japan and would pretend to be uh, Japanese. I just read Pachinko, so um, it's a book about koreans living in japan and there's like a huge population of people like that and it's just fascinating i never heard of that before so i want to hear more about your mom actually did she speak both languages japanese and korean or was it no they had to completely hide that they were korean 
Uh, so she didn't have, she had zero contact. Like every time they found out she was Korean, they would kick her out of the neighborhood. And so her family constantly was moving. She had a Japanese name. Now she has a Korean name. Like when I was born, she, she wanted to reclaim some of her Korean identity. So she has like a Korean name first and last. And, um, but growing up, it was, she had, a she had Japanese everything. Maybe you're just trying to say that the FBI was lousy at hiding your mom. That's what you're trying to tell us. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> we found her. Yeah, is not, there a, a gripe? You, your name on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is there a gripe, a myth, or something you would like to bring out and smash, Corey? Something you want to talk about? Um, I, mean, I feel like this is the comic and we like wants to smash the myth about you know small penises but like yay <laughs> let's let's talk about it let's talk about it. i am down for that because i want to smash that myth too you get yeah, your I, game helen are you, you want to smash this <laughs> i'm totally down okay. i support my asian brothers well i mean unfortunately i i do fall under that stereotype but i've seen a lot of asian penises <laughs> a lot of them do not so i just want to get that out there for the rest of my asian brothers that they have all normal sized penises um yeah I, I agree with you there was a moment where i wondered about me too then it wasn't until because I, I remember seeing this thing on mtv they had like spring break and they had the one asian guy and he wanted to jump rope naked and they all like pointed and laughed at him and he was just like drunk so he didn't know what he was doing and i was like man this is just so sad like why would you want to do something like that so i've always wondered about me like people would point at me until i was working at 24 hour fitness and i saw everybody else i was like i'm okay that's what i found out about myself i was like i'm okay not just asians or whatever everybody has these weird looking things and more than anything mine isn't droopy so that's the probably the best part <laughs> Okay. I have, I, I'm a lady, obviously. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what that means. Um, do they mean like, like the dicks are small before it gets hard? Like the sh- growers, not showers. Is that where the stereotype? Well, I think, I think the stereotype is that they're just small all around. Yeah, I think oh, both. Yeah, I think and, both. Uh, oh, I see. And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I, there's this huge, like, D, well, I think, you know, at least, at least, like, in, in straight society, I feel like, you know, the desexualization of, of Asian men, you know, um, which is why I'm so surprised by how popular BTS is. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I was like, just born like 20, like, I guess 20 some or more, like 30 some years too early, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Did you ever have a small dick joke when you started comedy, Corey? Yeah, I, feel, I mean, I'm just still starting comedy, and I feel like most of my <laughs> I, I think everybody, I think everybody has one. Like for me, I had mine too, but I did not claim it was a dick joke. That's that's how ignorant I was about it. <laughs> um, my, you, you want to share yours, Corey? Uh, yeah. So I have this one joke. It's like you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of harmful. Uh, racial stereotypes and you know people will stereotype but I wish they were just consistent you know like like when you see a white guy driving like uh, a fancy sports car you think oh that guy's probably compensating but no one looks at my dick and thinks I got a bitching Camaro (laughs) (laughs) 
something like that. And mine was kind of on par with that. It was something like um, uh, how it like I'm okay with it. It's better because it's like if people see me and they, they expect you know something else and they see something more like they, they expect like a six inch sub and instead when they see like a Quiznos sub and it's toasted they're like oh like it's more pleasant as opposed to somebody on the opposite end that you're expecting something like a foot long sandwich and they only have six inches like that's more disappointing so I much rather be like half full than half or sorry half empty than half full that was kind of my thing so you're an optimist yeah <laughs> What about, you, what about you, Helen? Did you ever have a small dick joke that you just made fun of Asians or was it more like? No, I think it's, first of all, super messed up and not true. And also, who cares about dick size? Exactly. Exactly. Good point. Thank you, Helen. Like we, Helen, you're, yeah. we're wanting both Corey and me over right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, big dicks are like kind of scary, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And um totally overrated and people are obsessed with it and it's weird to me was there a moment where you uh doubted yourself Corey? like you just start looking at guys as crotches or because I, i'll admit i did that for a little bit i was just like you know like maybe can they tell like is there a way for me to hide this you know or yeah definitely i mean, I was super uh i mean like you know some of the first penises i saw were were my dad's and porn and my dad yes. <laughs> my yes. dad is much bigger than my <laughs> and then also porn you know like you know no one's as big as that uh and so i was very scared for my first <laughs> you make it such a good point Corey. because the moment i mean when i first heard about that stereotype it was like i was maybe like 18 and um i was like oh i was so unaware of it because i remember my dad like we showered like we had to learn how to shower so it was my brother, me and my dad. And we used to like look over at me like that thing is huge like that because we're like <laughs> at his level, you know, it's like we had but that's the mental image that I had of at like whatever age I was like three, four. So I never really got a full gist of like, oh, maybe it's they're all different now, you know. So, yeah, that was a really good point because I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and also my dad's white. I'm half, so like I was like, oh no, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna get that. <laughs> Did you guys have issues with, um, like for me, uh, with puberty? I was always scared to play basketball without a shirt on because I didn't have armpit hair at 16. Hmm. Was there anything like that growing up for you guys, or? Not so much for me. I uh, like I was I am I was for most of my life pretty hairless from the waist up, and then mm-hmm. I'm pretty uh, hairy from the waist down. I used to used to joke that my top half is Asian, my body half, <laughs> bottom half is Jewish. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean I was there was a lot of other. <laughs> my hairlessness was the least of my problems <laughs> in high school. Kevin, did you grow up in like a predominantly um, white area? Um, I wouldn't say that. I just, um, I grew up in the city. Then I went out to Daly City, which is like pretty much a lot of Filipinos, a lot of Asians. And we moved out to Hercules, which was a lot of Asians. But it wasn't until I was like 13, I went to this 
private school that had a lot of white people. Uh-huh. I think that's kind of like where I start to like understand my culture. I was like, oh, I'm so different from other people because the first like 10, 12 years, it was just like, you know, nobody really cared yeah. until I realized that there was an issue. So yeah. Oh, what about you, Helen? Yeah, I grew up in a super Asian neighborhood. Um, so all my friends were Asian American and all the little crushes I had were Asian boys mm-hmm. my entire life. And even in my high school, like the Asian kids were, they were like the cool ones. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Yeah. So I didn't realize until I left high school that we grew up in a really <laughs> unique little bubble Mm-hmm. like to this day like I don't like I watch Magic Mike and I'm like I don't find that attractive <laughs> <laughs> too much muscle too much junk in the trunk uh <laughs> and uh yeah it's it's um it's overrated so our, what our, would our you con- overrated how would you um what's your image of the perfect male Ellen? I'd say like an early Keanu, maybe from Whoa. Speed or something. You said from Speed? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Bill and Ted, but obviously you went a little <laughs> bit further. You went with him with a gun, you know. I was oh, thinking yeah. like Parenthood, the guy that couldn't like get the haircut <laughs> down right, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, hairless. Hairless is great. So what's your take on BTS? Because I, I've, I've learned so much about BTS. Yeah. Um, I, I'm actually stunned too at how, um, well, like they've become such a global phenomenon and they're not even like mostly speaking in Korean, which is incredible. Um, I can only project from my childhood In my childhood, I liked very femi boys so oh like jonathan taylor thomas um like uh writer strong like these guys were very femi and they had like longish hair and stuff i think young girls really like femi boys and like super masculine men look kind of scary um so bts i mean they're <laughs> the prettiest ones out there so maybe that's why they're drawn to them that's my that's so funny because i feel like Corey and my generation we've kind of grew up thinking like we want the muscles and we want the guns and we want the the fancy cars the fast cars but mm-hmm. obviously we are just attracting other boys like that's kind of <laughs> yeah. what other guys are into so i was like oh shit you know they're just <laughs> telling us to to like the wrong things so yeah. is there a topic a myth or something you want to smash helen Hmm. I think not all Asians have their shit together. <laughs> I love that. I love that a hundred percent. That is on point. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> as someone who is a bit ADD, I'm a little flighty. I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that and explore this and that. Um, and a lot of my Asian American friends are kind of like that too. Like we definitely, don't adhere to like now we're gonna be on this track and by five years time we're gonna be like here so none of that um not all Asians are like that and so uh, let me ask who who came up with that idea that that's what it's supposed to be do you feel like your friends have your parents came up with it or do you think it's just something that we just grew up with 
I think it's our parents um, being immigrants. So there was like a lot at stake and they come from war-torn backgrounds. So they're scared. So they are like, you need to stay on track because they don't know anything else. And what's art? That's just for little kids. (laughs) Like You don't do that as an adult. Um, So I think that's why most Asians have their shit together because they have to be and their parents have forced them to. And my parents have pressured me too, but um, not everyone's like that. I kind of think it might be a myth because I think it might be a facade. I think a lot of people feel like they have their shit together, but really we don't. Mm. We just want that illusion. But I think the moment, I mean, it's, we're what, 2022. I feel like it's time that we address things. Like maybe you're not happy in a relationship. Maybe you're not happy with your job. Mm-hmm. And at some point I, I feel like that we have that facade. We got to keep going because we feel like this is what we know. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do sense things are changing lately, but I do feel like there is a stigma um, to not talking about problems and when you don't have your shit together. So uh, hopefully I, I sense things are changing and people are more open about talking about things like mental health, for example, right. and things like that. So hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully it'll get better. You're, you're trying to say that you're going to divorce your husband now. You're like, I'm not happy. And this is my parents' dream. It's not my dream. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Corey? Do you feel like that's the same way as well, too? Or do you feel like that um, it's kind of been messing? We've been hiding behind it. Well, no, I, d- I definitely can relate to that. I, mean, I had this joke about like how like like the the worst stereotype of experience as an Asian is that I'm I'd be a better employee than I actually am which is like which is not which is not the worst like thing for, for people to think of you know like, to be misjudged about you know it's not it has an impact in my life negatively but like I think a lot of people just assume that that uh that Asians are, are smart and that they're hardworking and um and great employee and and I don't know where that comes from or you know, uh, if it's rooted in any truth or anything, but I think that like in, in, in some Asian cultures, and I think in Japan, my, in the, my limited experience of going to Japan is that there, there's fairly rigid, like cultural expectations of action. And I think it, I mean, obviously it, it changes, uh, drastically, but, um, but I just felt like, I feel like there was a steeper drop off of acceptable actions, you know, and, mm-hmm. Like I, I, I remember being at the, like at a bus stop and whistling, and my mom just jumping down my neck like you can't whistle in public, and <laughs> or, or like or or pouring myself a drink and not pouring older people around me right. at first, right. and and, right. Uh, and it was like a big deal, and I feel like in the in the U.S. there's not as many things that you can do that will like really piss everyone off. They'll just be like, oh, he's he's a weird, or you know, it just there's yeah. a lot. I feel like a a more a larger amount of acceptable things to do and i feel like in um there's just more tension that you have to conform and and um and perform well and you know if you don't get into the to the college the best college then you know you're yeah. dead for your family you know there's that myth but i think it is rooted in some in some truth of just higher stakes and higher pressure um and people either sink or swim uh, you know yeah did your parents teach you customs and traditions too, Helen, or were they kind of like Corey and they just didn't quite, you know, uh, show them the way to where Corey had to learn the hard way? 
Um, my parents are very complex. In one way, they did encourage the arts a lot. And in another way, when I had a nine to five job at a tech corporation, like they were just ecstatic. And when I left the job, they were crushed, just like crestfallen and couldn't understand why I did that. Um, uh, what was the question? Sorry. Well, <laughs> stuff like like pouring teas for elders. <laughs> Like little things like that, like were there oh. customs and traditions that, or did you have to learn? Like for me, I didn't really learn like a lot, like what Corey was saying, like I had to learn the hard way, like, oh, this is so weird that we do it like this. Or I just never paid close enough attention until they have to explain it to me. Do you feel like your parents did a good job uh, passing it down? They they tried. They tried and I would ignore and we fight <laughs> and then they gave up. <laughs> I got too tired because now they're old. <laughs> what's, been, what's been happening? You have a sister, Helen? I do. I have an older sister. So do you feel like she went through that first and they gave up on her? Then they tried tried it on you? and Very perceptive. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> she was the trust, the, the test run. Yep. <laughs> Just got tired. By How much it. older is she? She's eight years older than me. Oh, so. wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you have an older sibling too? or? I have a brother that's 10 months younger. 10 months younger. Yep. Wow. Yep. So, so, you were, so you were the guinea pig. <laughs> I was. I was. And yeah, I mean, people would get us confused because we're, I mean, we roughly look the same because we're 10 months apart. It wasn't like one was like so much taller than the other one we both look alike so we get confused but yeah it's it was weird growing up just being confused all the time it's almost like having a secret like we never played off like I was my brother and he was me but it was just weird so I just revealing family secrets I guess (laughs) is there a comfort food you would like to share and highlight that you go this is something that I like that you enjoy um like for me I would have to say it's been the taro fuzzballs. Like when we do dim sum, it's like this weird fuzzball on the outside, but it's all like crispy and it just kind of flakes off in your mouth. And on the inside, it's just like, I don't even know what it is. It might be what, but it's, it's warm. So you get two different textures and you get crunchy and you also got gooey. Something I've enjoyed. That sounds so good. Do you have one, Helen? Hmm. I have a very fond memory of one summer watching the Olympics and eating a million melon bars. They're like these mm. ice cream things, um, but they're like mochi? on a stick. On a stick. No, it's just ice cream, but then they package it like a popsicle, and it's like in this um, like cubish shape. Like a, like it's not circular. It's not cylindrical. It's like a square. Like a candy bar. Yeah, like a candy bar. And like a popsicle. possible ice cream exactly (laughs) oh and what what made it so good was it the olympics that made it so amazing or yeah i think because we didn't we weren't allowed a lot of sweets in the house and for some reason we're just like well yeah my mom was like you can do whatever this summer and i was like really okay and we watched a ton of olympics i gained i think 20 pounds just from (laughs) eating so many of those it was a good time. Yeah. How about you, Corey? Is there a comfort food that you want to share? Um, yeah, I think 
two comfort foods my mom used to make. It was like ochazuke. It's like rice with like uh, like salty water and sort of like tea and seaweed uh, scraps. <laughs> and it's really good. Like it just comes in a packet and you pour it <laughs> on water over rice. So it's like in a bowl? You eat it in a bowl, but it like okay. comes and just like looks like a tea packet and then but it's full of like spices and dehydrated seaweed and just pour it over rice with water and then uh and curry rice. Like I would I would eat that and really like it. Oh curry rice, yes. So good. All right, well that's all I got. Honestly, thank you guys for doing this. You guys are amazing. I missed you guys. I haven't seen you guys in a while. I, I haven't uh done the introvert paradise so you should bring it back yeah bring it back oh my god i i spent 